Hey, what is up? Uh, this is episode 13 of The Reluctant Vegan Son, and I'm Adam, and I'm joined by my mother, Nikki Naredin, and we just talk about what's going on, my move up to school, what I've been cooking, because I live with so many non-vegan people. It's crazy, and how I have to, like, substitute. And we talk a little bit about uh, when people fuck up, because, you know, I said something that wasn't necessarily the best. So, and admitting that you're wrong, which I think is very useful. Enjoy the episode. Before quarantine, I was on spring break in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. I was drinking, I was smoking, don't catch me FBI, I was living life. I thought I had a great time. I was eating a shit ton of fast food. Quarantine hit, I came home, my family is vegan. I became the reluctant vegan son. This is my podcast talking with my friends and family about food, veganism, all types of things, whatever the fuck comes up and everybody what's up and welcome to episode number lucky number 13 here on the reluctant vegan sun which is over three months i guess wow our first one in our fourth month of recording which wow. is pretty awesome actually that is pretty been, amazing pretty consistent too yeah surprisingly so that's how, much, been, how much do you do that's consistent? How much does anyone do that's consistent? I mean, people have routines and stuff to get into, morning routines, and done that pretty consistently hmm. when I'm up here. Uh, I'm at school right now. Uh, I am joined. This is a Zoom podcast, I guess. Maybe make a YouTube channel, post it. Maybe not. But I am joined by the amazing Nikki Naredin. Hello, everybody. I'm wearing Adam's shirt. She, is, she keeps wearing my, oh my God. This is my shirt. She's worn it every time I've seen her the past three weeks. It's like I'm rubbing it in. It's, exactly. like, it's a Mickey Mouse athletic shirt. It's purple. Yeah, I thought it's it was funny. awesome. It's cute. I got I it. I like it. I got it. I thought it was funny. I know. She steals it. My yeah. She steals my clothes too. I guess I have good taste. Yes, you do have good oh, taste. No. I like that shirt you're wearing. You better watch out. Oh my God. <sighs> <laughs> So you're up at school and I'm down here and we still can figure this out. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, Zoom has been really good about that. Yeah. Getting people in various places together. Yeah. So you're yawning I, a lot. I am. I'm always yawning a lot, though. You think it's like discharge of physical hurts? That's what they say yawning is? Or you're just bored and tired? I'm not bored. I'm just tired and discharging physical hurts. Huh. I, I think <laughs> that being bored is just something that it's not necessarily true with yawning. I think yawning is a physical reaction. Mm. I mean, people, when they yawn, they might be bored, but I think that more became as a thing because when people are bored, they get sleepy. Oh, that's interesting. And people yawn when they're tired, so I guess that's how it sort of lined up. Why is it that people take that so personally? Like, when did that happen? I don't know. I think, I think that only happens because people are worried about their self-image. Mm. And they're worried about the way, I mean, I do too. I definitely do too. People are worried about how their projected self other people respond to. Interesting. And yawning, while I don't think it's a bad thing, it's a very visible response. Ah, uh, that's true. I totally so, get what you're saying. Yeah, that's really yeah. interesting. Mm -hmm. Cool. So I'm up in New Paltz uh, right now. That's upstate New York for anybody who doesn't know. Nice little town. I go to school there. Uh, and my mom is still in New York City. Uh, yes. But 
Yeah, uh, in our apartment. She's doing a dining table podcast. Yeah, I'm at the dining table right now. So, well, we lost everybody. You know, Lily went up to school yesterday. Mm -hmm. Adam's sister, daughter, the true initial OG OG vegan vegan. of the family. Yeah, it's up at UMass Amherst. Yeah. So, a 30,000 person school and made it to like 1,200 people. So now she's in a small liberal arts slash conservatory program because there are only art, art majors and dance majors on campus. Yeah, for UMass, they only allowed uh, people with in person classes. I only have one in person class. So, mm. New Pulse is doing it a little differently. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, you have the choice if you have none to come to campus or not. And it's definitely emptier than it has been previously. Wow. But how's that feeling? It feels good. It doesn't really matter. I don't think uh I don't think it really makes too much of a difference with the amount of people on campus. I mean, seeing a lot of people can be overwhelming. Uh, but having it be a ghost town, it's pretty peaceful, I have yeah. to say. That's great. And New Paltz has great sunsets. Oh, that's beautiful. Are you it's able to the see the sunset things. from your house? Uh, kind of, yeah. Or you can go on a walk or something. Wow. Wow. Really Adam good. has a really sweet deal. With seven fr- How many friends are you living with? So I'm living in a, in a six-bedroom house, but with six other people. So seven, including me, because two people share one room. Mm-hmm. And it's really exciting. This is my first time off campus and really cooking for myself. So I think that's what we're going to talk about a lot this episode. I was just thinking that, like, you are actually actively trying to be vegan yeah. you know, with a bunch of non-vegans in your house. Well, they haven't all been here yet, but definitely. So, uh, but first, what's new and good? I'm going to ask every Ooh. podcast, got to have a new and good. What's new and good? Well, um, I brought Lily up yesterday to mm-hmm. UMass Amherst, and uh, it went pretty smoothly. And she said, oh, my God, this is so funny. She said, are you really going to leave me here, Mom? And I said, I was. And she's like, really? You know, and Lily's usually a very independent person who can go lots of different places. She went to Israel abroad last year. Mm -hmm. She goes away to camp from very young ages. But there's something she's very reluctant about, about going to school. She doesn't want to go. Yeah. And it's not her her. being reluctant. It's her not wanting to go. (laughs) That's true. That's I did. I did dig my heels in a little bit about about yeah. this. Yeah, but but she has like a really fantastic idea. I mean, Lily really has beautiful, creative, forward thinking ideas, and so she had this idea that she wants to create dance programs and music from different countries. She was going to travel to those different countries, you know, learn their style of dance and music, and then put it all together and create her own style. And I think it's a fantastic idea. The, the only thing is that most countries aren't open right now. And so it wouldn't be something that she could realize for a little while. And I think she's scared about going to school because it's going to be different. But I think she can't tell that it might be okay. But so. I don't think it's more that it's going to be okay. I think she knows it's going to be okay. I think she'd rather do something else. Right. Not the fact that it's going to be okay. Because anything could be okay. Right, Lily can make any, anything yeah. okay. That's true. You could do that too. You have that, that mm-hmm. superpower. Like you can make anything okay. Yeah. I think I'm pretty much the same way also. And so it's not the worry about being okay. It's the worry about could I be doing something more? And a lot of people are scared to do the more. I mean, if she really wanted to go for the more, which is good. 
Right. Absolutely. I, and I think she will, but she didn't have any plan to go for the more yet. Yeah. She doesn't have a concrete plan, but right. And, and not that you that. need a concrete plan. Like I think you need a, you know, an idea and we talked about this and taking massive action until you get mm-hmm. to that place where you want to go and those steps all in between. And I think she will, but at this moment in time and history, it's not really possible to do exactly that. I mean, there are things that she can definitely do, but she's got this really nice room. I don't know. Did I, yeah. I think I sent the pictures to you. So it, it would usually be a four person suite and she oh, has God. her own room in that suite. That's amazing. Yeah. And it's bigger than my suite and my suite was supposed to fit eight people. So, yes. Yes. Much bigger. Much bigger. I mean, she got the good dorm because they turned into a nice little liberal arts conservatory. Mm-hmm. She seems to have a really sweet deal. And she there. has a roommate. Is it the same roommate she found there? Yes, same roommate she okay. found. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. And it's good to have like your own space and have your own thing, really, because when it's two separate rooms in a suite, you don't have to worry about encroaching on somebody the same way as if four people were in there. So true. At all times. Absolutely. Especially we got her a, a fridge yesterday. Okay. So she That's has good. a little independence of food. Mm-hmm. And yeah. UMass has very good food, so... They did, but it's all grab and go. So I don't know what it's going to look like now, but I'm sure we'll hear, we will hear the report at some point soon. What New Paltz did is they put many fridges in everybody's room. Like wow. you, you had the possibility to rent and um, fridge microwave combo thing. Mm. But uh, this year, I think they gave it to everybody so that people wouldn't have to leave as much. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. So How's your fridge working up? out? My fridge is fine. I'm not really using it too much. Because um, nobody's home, there's finally room in the upstairs fridge. But <laughs> that's true. Did you guys clean out the freezer? Adam, tell them about your freezer. Oh, the freezer is na- nasty. The upstairs one, or yeah, the upstairs there's one. Just, I don't, I don't even know what's in it. No, we haven't gone through it. But I mean, I got a freezer in my thing, and all the stuff is in boxes. So that's true. That you put that's in really a freezer. True. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, that's your new. Well, that and was good. my new and good. Mm-hmm. Driving Lily up, it went well. We got some really good food. We went to the Pulse Cafe, which is a vegan cafe up there. Got her some food in Amherst, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, got home. It was good, safely, safe and sound. Nice. Mm-hmm. How far what is the drive? drive? Uh, it's like about an hour, an hour and a half past Claudia's in Connecticut or past New okay. Haven. So I would say probably about three three and a half three? hours. Oh, that's not too bad. It wasn't terrible. No. Yeah. That's not too it's bad. It's gotten late though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about you? Uh, my new and good. I guess the new and good for me is moving up here. Mm. I'm up here for good now. At least mm. my lease lasts until next uh, end of May. So wow. for a while. Uh-huh. Yeah. Full year. That's pretty uh, cool. Through the entire next semester and stuff. And uh, it's been moving up here and seeing people uh and these past few days which has been good like i saw uh my friends who i used to live with prince and josh this morning and so that was awesome and it's really i I have difficulty oftentimes staying connected to people especially over like not seeing them for a while and it's hard to text people when you're friends obviously but you have to like i feel like you have to know that you have the person or like they're your friends and if when you guys get back together, if you're in the same place, you can always feel free to hit each other up and stuff. Mm. So that's been really good. I've, I've always worried about that a little bit. 
So how did it feel? Did it feel like you guys yeah, no, kind of picked good. up from where you were? Of course. Yeah. Oh, cool. So it's really good. And, um, uh, but it's hard, you know, to stay in touch really closely and when you're apart. And, but you have to know that they're still together. And then I saw, I've been hanging out with my friend Gerardo and a bunch of people. So that's been really awesome. Do I know Gerardo? Uh, I don't even know that not. name. Probably not. Who's Gerardo? Uh, he plays Frisbee with me. Oh, cool. But there's lots of people. And my entire house pretty much hasn't even been here. Everybody uh-huh. left with their family. So. Oh, wow. When are they <laughs> yeah. coming back? They're coming back to, uh, tomorrow or Sunday. Oh, cool. That's awesome. <laughs> so, so who's been at the house with you? Like, who have you been hanging out with? And who uh, made all those beer cans happen? What? There was a what ton of beer cans. What? No? And a ton of beer cans? What? I mean, what? that was from before when they left. Before they left. Oh, so they were there for a while and then left. Yeah. Got it. Mm-hmm. I, well, I didn't drink it. all of those. No. I'm telling you that much. <laughs> I didn't think so. I think they were there before you got there. Mm-hmm. How's your drinking going? It's fine. Uh-huh. I drink <laughs> a little bit. It happened, uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, cool. I don't drink too much. Probably mm-hmm. going to drink tonight. But You think so? Why yeah. are you getting together with? I want to. Um, I'm no. probably going to hang out with Josh and Prince and people. Uh-huh. And yeah, I guess... Everybody listening, those are friends of mine. <laughs> Josh and Prince and people. And people. I don't, <laughs> the know, people what's, are friends. I don't know what's going on. I don't really have, I, there's options of stuff to do. Mm. And I like, it's been really good talking to people. That's the one thing I really focused on this summer. Being mm. with you guys really helped out a lot about staying connected. Right, right, right. And right. Uh, staying focused with people. Mm-hmm. And because it's, it's hard, especially for the younger generations like my age, even in general, like a lot of people, doesn't matter the age, they're so attached to their phones or staying out of it and stuff and not being present even when they're with other people. Mm, mm. So, so how's that going for you, like not being on your phone? It's going pretty well. Uh-huh. I'm trying to stay off it as much as possible, that's for sure. Wow. So like today when you got together with Prince and Josh, were you off your phone mostly or? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry I called you during it. I think I was the only distraction you had or one of them. <laughs> no, you weren't the only one, but... No, it was good, and it's great to catch up with people. Cool. But, yeah. You know, we were talking about the difference between what's important and what feels urgent. Did Mm -hmm. we talk about that last week? I don't think we talked about that. No, just that idea that, you know, that you get to place the importance of things and Mm -hmm. what you decide to focus your attention on, and other things will feel urgent in a way, like the phone calls that come in, the Facebook posts, like whatever it is, and they'll always try to distract and totally to really not be distracted by what we consider urgent. And urgent means like it's not life-threatening, like nothing awful will happen if you don't pick up the phone with me or don't check that message or don't see. But somehow all of those things seem to take this urgent precedence. That's what you're saying. Because when you were saying that the whole time, I didn't really understand what you meant. Because when you think of urgency, you think of something that has to be done. It's more than important. Right. I place urgent above importance right right but it but with the social like the advent of social media as well as the connection through electronics constantly and through whatever it seems that everybody has made everything urgent and what i think urgent is is something that distracts your attention from what you're doing that you have deemed important in a way so I hear what you're saying. So, so it's true. If I, if I have a patient that calls and they absolutely need something, but mm-hmm. often 
it's not urgent what they need. I just have made the fact that they called. That's true. But if I'm not at work, then I shouldn't have to like immediately answer that call. But we've kind of made everything seem like it's urgent. And I feel like if a patient's calling you, that's pretty important. No, they don't have the time. They just want to refill a medication or, you know, they, there's something that, that they wanted some referral that I could do the next day or two days later. Like it's not, you know, unless they're calling to tell me that they can't breathe or they're, they well, have I don't think pain. they'd be calling you if they couldn't breathe. They, they might. Some people do. <laughs> well, you know, they don't they call EMS right away. Oh no, that's not true. Right, right, right. They'd be like, yeah, I can't breathe doctor. I'd be like, call EMS and go to the hospital. But mm-hmm. usually what they're calling for yeah. is not a particularly okay. emergent thing. It's not, mm-hmm. like so, it's not a life and death thing. So then you think that things are urgent, but they're not emergencies and stuff. So you, think, so you would say emergencies are more important. I think emergencies, but very little right now is really an emergency. Hmm. That's for sure. Like very little is a life and death situation. So what ends up happening is it distracts you from the things that you are placing as important. I don't, and that could be anything, you know, maybe it would be my exercise. Maybe it would be like my relationship and talking to you guys, whatever it is that I find important, but I could easily get distracted from what looks like something that's urgent. Mm-hmm. And so I've been trying to really stop being uh, distracted by things that are seemingly urgent or something that happens suddenly. Gotcha. What did you say? I was on my phone for a second and uh <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. I just for everybody listening, I want you to know that if you wanna like have a a, a really fun time talking with your kids, do a podcast. I was thinking about that. You and I have had more time like sitting around listening to each other and responding than we ever had before doing this podcast. Well, that's because I've been working on that. I've been, I've been working on that too. That's not just doing the podcast. It's more grown over quarantine and stuff. Right. That's true. That's true. But this is part of it though. Like I love this podcast and mm-hmm. I love talking to you. Any yeah. moment to get to talk to you. is like a fantastic moment. She's really pandering to be the only guest <laughs> on this podcast. Okay? <laughs> How do you know? That's that is what is going on. It's true. I'm calling your I bluff. I want to be the only guest. I'm calling your bluff. All right, there you go. But I do, but I, I'm just no, saying. No, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you're right. You're totally right about that. You have called my bluff and you have called me out because I love being the guest on your yeah. podcast. And I'm so oh. happy to make it your podcast. It is you my podcast. You are the reluctant vegan son. It is mm-hmm. your podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, say mm-hmm. that again. It's whose it's, podcast? It's, it's my podcast. So <laughs> now for the new guest, she is going away. Uh, no, <laughs> Yeah, so uh, this episode, uh, I guess... We're going to talk about food for once in like 10 episodes. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Come here. Yeah, so at school, and this is going to come, this is going to be even more challenging in the future. None of my housemates or my friends are vegan. Some have used to be vegan, hmm. I found out and stuff, or tried it. Wow. And a lot of people eat like mostly vegetarian diet. Some people do, but they're not vegan. And so it's tricky for me to do that. Cause like when Josh called this morning was like, yo, you want to get breakfast? You want to, he was like, you want to get breakfast? You want to get like a bacon, egg and cheese or something? I'm like, okay, uh, that's not the greatest option, but we could do breakfast somewhere else. I don't know about the bacon, egg and cheese. (laughs) That's a big deal, Adam. I just didn't really feel it. 
That's interesting. I guess I'm not so much the reluctant vegan son anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> I guess I'm just vegan. <laughs> wow. Mm. <laughs> That's a huge change. Nah, I'm still mad. Uh-huh. <laughs> you're still mad at me. I'm sorry. I'd like forced you because now you're going to eat anything. Lily ate some egg the other day. She was like sick a whole night. Yeah, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that's going to happen. I just feel good. So uh-huh. You're feeling feel, good? Yeah, I feel good. I feel, I've been more attentive. I've been doing lots of things. So Wow, that's awesome. That's yeah. definitely like, I think your diet. Now, some of it might be the energy that I'm putting out and it could have nothing to do with the diet, but mm. I'm eating well. I'm eating healthy. I have a good diet. I feel like it's all connected. Right, right. That's so, true. I mean, good gas in makes a car run better. That's for sure. Yeah. And we get the cheap gas. So (laughs) we do get the cheap gas. And that's why our cars don't do so well. Oh, they're fine. (laughs) Yeah. So like today when we went for breakfast, I had to substitute a few things, but I was able to do it. Mm, Tell me what you substituted. Uh, Eggs for tofu and I had to leave off the dairy. Mm. So... I understand that for people who are not vegan, you're like, but they're so delicious. Mm. Eggs and cheese and sour cream and stuff. And you're entirely right. And you're entitled to eat whatever the fuck you want. It is really tasty. I love cheese and eggs and everything. Mm. But I just was feeling like keeping up the diet because I could eat that. Right. I mean, I'll feel like shit. If I ate meat right now, I don't know what would happen or Mm. eggs or dairy. I mean, I've, Mm. Some dare gets slipped in. Like, if something slips in, like, I'm not too worried. I'm not going to fuss about it. But I don't know what would happen. My, mm. I would probably be, my stomach would probably hurt for, like, a day. Mm. Or if I eat it regularly, it would hit, hurt for a few days while my body's then readjusting. Right. That's true. I mean, Whatever. the microbiome has changed. Yeah. So you don't actually have the right microbiome to digest I mean, animal products. Do humans ever? Because there's a lot of arguments that humans were never meant to ingest animal products in the first place. Right, they're not. And so what ends up happening is that they select for the inflammatory microbiome in your intestines. And Mm -hmm. so you're able to digest it somewhat, although we have very long intestines. So it goes through and kind of putrefies in the intestines. We're really not meant to. Usually the animals that are obligate carnivores have very, very short intestines. Mm -hmm. And And they have them really quickly. They have a lot sharper teeth too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, they talk about like our canines mm-hmm. and say, well, what are these for? And they're actually for hard vegetables, but, but these are some really measly, shitty little canines. It's not like mm-hmm. we could go and catch that rabbit in our mouth and rip the skin off. I mean, there's no way to do that. Have you tried? No, I haven't tried recently. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. I, w- I was thinking about like, I would start maybe with a baby chick or something. No, I'm just kidding. Well, they can't come in the mail anymore, so... Oh, no? You can't yeah, there's a, there's a shortage, because I guess that's how farmers get baby chicks. Through the mail or something, yeah, yeah but because yeah. because USPS is all the stuff going on. Like, I don't know the entirety of what's going on with, but there's huge delays, and the entire thing is getting overhauled right before the election, which is ridiculous. But another downside is that farmers, their baby chicks are arriving dead, mm. and that mm. is really bad. Isn't that awful? Mm-hmm. I mean, baby chicks are, first of all, so adorable, yeah. but they're also very sentient. Like they come out mm-hmm. of the egg and they're ready to do what baby chickens do. Like they don't have to be coddled and nursed for a year like human babies until they can walk. They're ready to walk. They're sentient. They're pecking. They're hanging out. They are cognizant of what's going on. 
Hmm. And they're arriving dead? That sucks. Yeah, so they go straight into the McDonald's McNuggets. Oh, the dead baby chicken? <laughs> Ew! <laughs> Gross! <laughs> Bone and all. Bone feather and all. That's what they do anyways, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think they do. I mean, so, they do a lot of grinding of those baby chicks that are not female. Yeah. They just grind them up. Almost as they're born. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a sad life. It is a sad life. You know, so people talk about the egg industry. You know, in order to create the amount of eggs that people eat, you've got to hatch so many mama hens. Mm-hmm. And the ones that are male are sacrificed. So it's interesting. So the males are sacrificed, which I think is kind of like a parallel to society. Like you guys get sacrificed in war. Mm-hmm. You know, your bodies are kind of like sacrificed in that way. And the females are kind of enslaved. Like they are producing the eggs constantly in their little cages and not having any choice about it. So it's, it's really an interesting thing that happens. And it feels like a very parallel of society. That's pretty gruesome. Sorry about that. No, that's fine. Just, I get what you're saying, but yeah. I don't know. I don't mm. think that's entirely true, though. Women aren't you don't slaves. Think so? Tell me. Women well, aren't I, slaves. I, I think There's that they, they're slave to a certain system, and they're yeah. definitely sex slaves, and then people who... There are some. There are male yeah. sex slaves, too. I'm not trying to... I guess it's all an issue. No, 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 are you it's all really? An are you? I'm not going there. I'm not going there. Are you really going there? I'm not going there. Who are you talking to? I'm not going there. I'm not going there. Yes, the male sex trade situation. You know what? That was wrong. <laughs> it all sucks. There should be no sex trade in this. Yeah. Show. Oh my god! It's like all lives matter, huh? <laughs> the male sex trade situation. All right, I won't go there. Sorry. I'm sorry. I called you out on your shit. You did, and and you were right for calling me out on my shit. You were right. <laughs> you know, and that's what I think people could do more in the society. Yes. Say that other people are right when they say something wrong. Yes. Nobody does that. Why don't Besides they do me, that? Of course, but <laughs> yeah, no, you're you've gotten really good at that. Like you, why get really people good do at that? Because um, um, they're afraid to say that they're wrong, or they think that there's no way for them to change, or there's lots of reasons that. I'm not sure the exact reason, but, mm. or maybe they're like, well, why people don't admit? There's something, people feel a sense of failure when admitting they're wrong. People are mm. very prideful. Mm. I think that's definitely certain cases. I think that Do you people, feel like if you admit that you were wrong, you would somehow have to change something? That too. Some people think that because if you admit you're wrong, but then you keep doing that thing. Yeah. So then, true. Interesting. Well, I really appreciate that, that you're able to admit that. Mm-hmm. Um, thank well, you. Yeah, I'm not mad at you for it. There. Right, right, right. Well, wouldn't that be great if people could actually admit that they're wrong, you know, and really try to make amends for the things mm-hmm. that they've done wrong with, as opposed to just living defensively and digging your heels in and trying so desperately to keep that status quo or whatever that belief is going. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's pretty great that you're doing that oh uh, yeah and i think yeah i think that the idea that you're wrong doesn't have to be a bad thing mm. there are many things you do wrong and you don't care about it i think the mind somewhat selects what wrong to focus on because mm. like people do wrong without even knowing it and there's no concern life goes on but people sometimes you fail or you do something wrong and you're stuck on that thought i guess that could go back to your past recordings mm. how um, what you mean. Uh, 
what I mean is that if something has happened previously, mm. uh, and then something you do wrong triggers that previous feeling or a previous thought, then it'll compound. That's true. And I guess get added to that situation. And get added. And that's why people, when they do something wrong, probably get so worried about it. Right. So it's, it's added to that whatever the recording is, either mm-hmm. that you're a failure or that nobody likes you or you're a fraud or something yeah. like that. And then when there's tons of recordings, then at that point, people give up. They're like, well, I am just a failure mm-hmm. or this can't be changed. Interesting. Yeah, I think you're right about that. So hmm. you were talking about food, though. You want to go back? Sure. We can go back and talk about food. Yeah. So it's been interesting. And you find that it's easy to substitute or you don't feel weird substituting foods. Not anymore. Restaurant and stuff. No, you used totally. to? I have no problem with that. I used to more. Like, first of all, I used to hate being like that vegan person that was annoying because I was never one to ask for many substitutions or mm-hmm. ask for too much. So I didn't want to be that person. But then I realized it's actually not that hard. You know, yeah. to get what we want, I'm paying for it. I could really see what they could do for me. And I've made some interesting substitutions for things. Hmm. Like, you know, I usually go to this diner with my parents and it, the diner doesn't have very many vegan options, but I'm always like getting a baked sweet potato and then I'm some sauteed spinach. And I find mm. that I have a perfectly good meal. And all the times my parents look at what I have, cause what I have is like very colorful and looks really fresh. And you know, what they have looks like gray and brown and stuff like that. And, uh, and they seem to like it. So the gray and brown stuff or the, well, they love the gray and brown fried stuff, yeah, but what, what I'm, I'm eating there. Yeah. And they're always worried about me. They're always like, you know, is that enough? Are you going to be okay? And I think, are, are you going to be okay? Like you're eating that fried on fried sugary thing. So I don't know who's more okay. You or me. Yeah. So. I mean, people worry that you're not going to have enough food. Yes. And that's not the case. Yeah. yeah. It's been interesting too. So like when I've been up here, I've been trying to get my repertoire down mm. of foods. I went shopping one time so far. So mm. I came up on Saturday. I went shopping, I think, on Sunday or something. And this food, I think, is lasting me about a week. Oh, wow. No. That's pretty cool. Yeah, more ginger. Oh. But, uh, so, you use a lot of ginger? Yeah, I like ginger. Mm. Ginger's good. Well, because I primarily make curry and... Uh, uh, what's it called? And like string beans and eggplant and stuff. Chinese eggplant and string beans. Oh, that's pretty so, cool. <laughs> it uses a awesome. lot of garlic and uh, ginger, but that's, that's great, Adam. That's mainly what I do. I fucked up yesterday though, because I get distracted. I got distracted. When I was cooking. I put on a curry to simmer, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I, I went to play a game with my friend while I was simmering. Thing, oh, I'll just check it when it's done. When I'm done with my game, I go back, and the bottom of the pan is like burned. Oh man. It's, it's a black. Oh my I, God. I start going up the stairs because our kitchen's on the second floor and I'm smelling something burning. I'm like, oh, that's not a good sign. <laughs> and, and I it wasn't the, the bong going. It was the curry bottom. Oh, it was, it was the curry bottom. The pan was like empty of water. There's all the water evaporated or something. Mm-hmm. And Did you have the flame on too high? Well, the stove I think is really hot. Like I put it on as low as possible. Is that like an electric stove? What kind of stove no, do you have? No, it's not electric. It's a fire stove. It's a gas stove? Gas stove. And still, you couldn't put it on so low that it was just like, and was it covered or not covered? I covered it, but. Wow. Wow. It burned. Sucks. And so I tried eating it too, because I didn't want the food to go to waste. Right, but right. Bad. It wasn't the best. 
What was in that curry? It was, what what were you hoping chick, to eat? The chickpeas were fine. Mm. Oh, interesting. But but the lentils, or the, I used the chana dal, the split lentils for this one, uh, uh-huh. and those were like hottie bucks. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Hmm. But what else part, did you put in it? Tomatoes, just standard. Uh huh. So you got tomatoes. So when I make my curry, I have lots of pictures of curry on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Let you know about that later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. When I make curry, I use garlic, ginger, whatever protein. I've been using chickpeas and lentils. Mm-hmm. I throw in peas. Then I put in chili powder. And now chili powder in America, a lot of it is mixes. Mm. Like the mixed chipotle chili powder or something. Ah, which interesting. is not good. At least You don't this. like it? No, it's fine. Like you uh-huh. make it for chilies. Like it's fine on certain things. But for this, you just use plain chili powder. Mm, mm. And it's just it's pretty spicy. Adam spicy. really likes spice. I love spicy food. Yeah. Love totally. spicy food. Yeah. My favorite thing. And uh so I put in chili powder, turmeric, coriander, curry powder, and garam masala. Mm. Uh, What's and the difference salt. between curry powder and garam masala? They're a little bit different flavorings. Mm. Uh garam masala I think is more like homey so i think it has more cumin and nutmeg or something oh interesting. definitely more cumin whereas uh-huh. gar- curry powder is just probably just turmeric coriander a few other things wow uh-huh cool they're, they're pretty similar but their uses are a little different i can mm. look it up difference and does it taste good like was the flavor good yeah the the flavor was good uh-huh uh, it's just the burnt at the bottom yeah it's it's very similar but um a curry's flavor is due to fenugreek Oh. And um, uh, and cumin. Oh, never mind. The curry powder has the cumin, and the garam masala is more pungent and has a stronger yeah. flavor. Interesting. Oh, hmm. huh. yeah. Curry powder is turmeric, cumin, and coriander, and some other things. Oh, and I, I also- mean, I guess it depends on where the curry powder's from. Like, if we That's go to Calustians, they've mm-hmm. got curry powder from all different countries, and some of them are sweeter, some of them are spicier, some mild. I've also noticed that in Indian food. It's more curry powders, whereas in Thai food, which also makes a lot of curry and other like Southeast, is it Southeast Indian where Thailand is or Southeast Asia, Thailand? Southeast Asia, or? yeah, Southeast exactly. Asia? Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, they have a lot of curry paste. Oh. Like green curry paste and the red curry paste. So they would rather make it into a paste and so. then use that? Is that just... I'm not positive, but I've seen mm. that in a lot of recipes and stuff. You're so right about that. Okay. Huh. So, maybe you can put a wet ingredient in a curry paste. Like maybe there's some, some lemon, lemon grass, yeah, coconut something or other. Like I think I think it probably is a, a moist. Mm-hmm. And the main paste flavor. in Indian cooking is garlic ginger paste. Oh, that's so interesting! I didn't realize mm-hmm. that. Every Indian dish uses that as a base, pretty much. Wow. Not every, but a majority. Wow, that's pretty awesome. And so. Yeah, but it burned, but it tasted really good. And I made the curry previously and it tasted really good when I kept an eye on it. I've That's been- cool. uh, And you had that curry for a week from what it sounded like, or a couple of days at least. I, I eat it, I make enough for like a meal and then I have some later or I have some the next day. Uh-huh, cool. Depending on if people are there and I've taken or, cause I mean the food that I make, vegan food, it can be expensive depending on what you get, but it's not that bad. Huh. Like if you're making curries and you're making uh, China, uh, shrimp beans and eggplants and vegetables, mm-hmm. it's so cheap because what did I put in? I put in chickpeas, lentils, uh, onion, garlic, ginger, spices. Right. I mean, 
what's pricey about that nothing right. much really i mean right. i put in peas most of the time as well some spinach you can add whatever you want but true i mean rice and beans is a staple for most countries in corn yeah and that's pretty inexpensive rice beans corn is really easy right uh today i was making i'm trying to figure out some new recipes too uh-huh cool so today did I was, you make the overnight oats uh i'm still eating them are you still eating them wow mm-hmm. is that good or has it it's good yeah uh-huh cool it's filling or not filling pretty filling uh-huh. i mean i put some bananas and some blueberries and strawberries on top right so it's been cool. good uh-huh. and then nice. uh today i made a different indian dish i made i don't know how to pronounce this uh but i made an eggplant kind of like stew thing oh that was really good uh-huh and yeah because lily makes the baba ganoush sometimes and it's pretty uh-huh. similar but with a different profile uh-huh. a little bit of a different profile Right. I mean, one being Middle Eastern and the other one being South Asian. Mm -hmm. So interesting. Where where you roast the uh, eggplant. Oh, so did you roast the eggplant? Yeah, I just roasted it it before I put it in. How'd you roast it? Just put it over the fire. Oh, so you roasted over the fire. You didn't like roast it in the toaster oven or in. Interesting. You just roast it over the fire and then peel it. Wow. How much of a mess did that make over that fire? It didn't make any mess. Really? Because Lily's yeah. like, you know, the burnt ashes of the skin are all over the place. I was keeping a pretty close eye on that thing. Wow. Wow. After- yeah, that one, you can't go and like play a game and then come no. back and <laughs> you no, would but- have like a fire, an eggplant fire. Yeah, I gave it to my friend, some to my friend too, and he said it's really good. That's, oh, that's one thing so I'm cool. probably going to do. Like if I have food, I'm going to share it. So you've been sharing food too? A little bit, yeah. Uh-huh. That's Not many really cool. Up, but- you might be the only one cooking too much. Probably, it depends. Supposedly, everybody cooks when there's no dishes in the sink. Uh-huh. And when there's dishes in the sink, everybody magically stops cooking. Wow. <laughs> so then does the dishes just end up staying in the sink, or do people eventually do them? I hope, hopefully not. <laughs> you are going to end up doing everybody's dishes, I think. And I'm trying to not make that happen. Oh, my God. I mean, you're, it's not like your, how's your room? Is it neat? Like, how's that going? Our room's pretty neat. That's cool. I've been doing good. I've been trying to stay uh, active, because right now there's not much going on. Mm. and so it's really hard especially when you're just around all day and there's not much going on to really stay focused and right you know do stuff did you have you meditated every day and mm-hmm. did your morning pages yeah i've meditated every day so far i did my morning wow. pages uh-huh. uh i've been going over my commitments uh uh-huh. what's your commitment just a few things that i say i think i talked to you about this previously oh you did against That's like fun. oppression or commitments against oppression oh good and so just a way to live my life and it's good to really say those out loud so you can hear it especially from yourself because mm. there's something powerful about that huh not do sure. you want to like put in the the comment box below or something or in the notes the commitments and then that meditation that you're doing so that other people can do it mm, i could do that yeah definitely could yeah. do that make an instagram if- post or something yeah, if you guys are into it, yeah, you could pe- definitely write that and then link it. People are into it. If people are into it, I, I meditate a lot uh, with this YouTube video. Yeah, that's a pretty uh, cool one. And it's pretty good. It's a Kundalini meditation, kind of loony meditation. <laughs> kind of loony. Kind of loony yoga. <laughs> that's, it is kind of loony, isn't it? <laughs> that's what people call it. Kind of loony yoga. Wait, who else, who else called it that? Where did you I hear thought, that? I heard that when we were in uh, Las Vegas. Oh, wow. In Las Vegas when they were talking about 
uh, kind of loony yoga. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a weird one because I, I think it's like a meditation for people who can't focus. So you've got a hand position, you have an eye position, you've got something your brain has to do. Generally, mm-hmm. there's a mantra going, some music. I'm like, it's perfect for me. I yeah, I can't focus even on. focus on that. And like people <laughs> always are like, well, I can't meditate for more than five minutes. And I can barely do that too. I open my eyes and check how much time I have till I'm finished. Are you still doing that, even though you've been doing that for like five months, that meditation? Yep. I still oh. do that. <laughs> Excellent. So, not. so like Completely meditation and stuff, and stuff in general, when you're working on yourself, it doesn't make a difference how you do it. It just matters that you do it for yourself if you want to. Right. Right. That's pretty cool. There's no right or wrong way. Uh-huh. That's awesome. So, Any other good food that you're uh, making? Good food. So I made the eggplants do today, which was really good. Uh-huh. Uh, I made. What some, else was in your eggplants too? Uh, I put in some peas and some spinach. Oh wow, that was good. Was uh, there a I sauce some, or? Uh, no, it was just uh, curry spices and stuff. There's turmeric, uh, garam masala, so it's an Indian dish. That's awesome. Oh, that um, sounds really yummy. Yeah, when me and Dad went to the Indian restaurant, so I'm kind of stealing all their things, but mm. not exactly. Mm. Like I'm just, I took a picture of the menu to see if I could look stuff up and make it at home. Oh, that's a great idea. Which I think is a good idea. Yeah. It's really, really good. Well, I've been looking at stuff and like looking at the ingredients and seeing if I can piece them together. Cause you know what they do with ingredients. They put whatever's most in the dish first on the ingredient and then mm. less and less as you go along. So I've just been trying to recreate things. That's been fun. Yeah, and that's a great way to increase, you know, you, your repertoire of vegan dishes. Yeah, that's and, so true. I mean, there's so much information out there nowadays. Too, yeah. like, there are tons of YouTube channels. and. Do you have any favorites that opinion. you've been watching lately? or? I don't watch them, but yeah. <laughs> there's tons of them. That's it? You send me the videos. I don't know. Oh, okay. Cool. I watch some of them just to get mm-hmm. some inspiration. But... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like your bed. You put that together really well. Is it comfy? Yeah, it's comfy. It's really comfy. I got a memory foam mattress, so uh-huh. and cool. it's, a, it's pretty big. Uh-huh. Nice. Oh, yeah. Anyways, that's been about 40 minutes, so. Wow, yeah. that went fast. Went by pretty good. Yeah. <sighs> and with the young, right. so what are you looking forward to? Uh, what am I looking forward to? I'm actually meeting some friends at Buddha Badai, which is this fantastic vegan dim sum restaurant in Chinatown. And Chinatown in New York City has been set up pretty beautifully right now. Uh, the Chinatown Block Association has put up tons of seating with plexiglass in between and covering all over Chinatown and closing the streets. So Buddha Badai has the best vegan roast pork you could possibly imagine. So we are going to go there with some friends. Nice. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I am going to, not sure what I'm doing tonight, but it's my friend's birthday tomorrow. And I think I'm going to go uh, to High Falls and stuff. What's tomorrow? Next? Yeah. Uh, nice. Go cliff jumping, hopefully. Wow. So, Do you have a bathing suit with you? No, nah, I got shorts. It's oh, okay. cool. Cool. Well, so that sounds yeah. really, really great. That sounds, hopefully, it's going to be a good time. Uh-huh. I'm driving everybody, so we'll see how this wow. goes. Uh-oh. <laughs> how far are you going? Yikes. I don't know. Adam's uh, a new driver, by the way. He just passed his test like a week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Big responsibility. Yeah, especially now that I'm driving other people. <laughs> I know. So, I know. Don't drink and drive, please. I won't. No, yeah. definitely. I'm definitely I'm not doing do that. It. Yeah, that's so, pretty cool. 
Can, how much? Uh, how high is the cliff diving? I can't remember. It's probably like 20, 20 something feet. Oh, okay. There's some birds that we might jump off of too. Wow. Like not nervous feet. about that. I did it before, so it'll be fun. Uh-huh. Cool. It'll that be a lot of fun. really awesome. Yeah. Okay. I'm looking forward to that. Uh-huh. Uh, nice. Yeah. So you can follow me at Reluctant Vegan Stun on Instagram. Uh, message me with any comments, questions, concerns. Uh, or if you want to be on the podcast, fuck it. No, uh, no, 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 no. Only one person on this podcast as a guest. Right, right. No, that's definitely not. <laughs> Darn. Uh, but you can follow Darn. me at Reluctant Vegan Sun. Uh, Mess with any comments, questions, concerns. Email me at reluctantveganson at gmail.com. And you can find Nikki, my not only podcast guest, <laughs> at, uh, on Instagram, my New York City Health Save. Look for her album on Spotify and Apple Music, maybe? Yeah, totally. It, the yeah. album's called Elemental by Nikki and the called Human Elemental. Element. Called Elemental. Nikki and the Human mm-hmm. Element. Nikki and the Human Element dot com. Yeah. Go check it out. And <laughs> Nikki and the Human Element on Instagram as well. True. True, true, true. For lots of like good food and stuff like that. Vegan yeah. Food. And I have vegan food and just some stuff about my life. And maybe if we find some quotes, I don't know how to post quotes on Instagram, but we'll figure it out. Okay. So you will figure that out. On that note. Everything is figure outable. That's what Brene Brown, Brown said. Was it Brene Brown who said that? It was somebody, you know, know, like a really great life coach person. <laughs> yeah. Anything is figure outable. Anything is figure outable. Yep. So, bye, everybody. Thank you for joining bye. us. I'll see you next week. See you next week. I'm sure I'll be here. Yay. Maybe not.